And we're back. Thank you for listening. This is the Project Sebastian podcast. My guest today, John Montezari. Welcome, John. How are you? Good, good. How you doing? I'm doing really good. Glad to be finally here. It's a pleasure. I know it's been very challenging for you to yeah. book a scheduled appearance yeah. on the show. But well, we're here. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm, I'm happy to have you. Yeah. Now, uh, for all you listeners out there, I met John uh what about 10, 11, 12 years ago? Somewhere in there. Yeah, and uh, fell in love with him. Um, he is a uh, one of the the prominent businessmen in my life. I, I look up to John. You're extremely powerful to me as a person that has this uh, perseverance that just doesn't go away. And you have this ability to smile regardless of whatever you're going through. And you actually light up a room and um, – Thank you so much. No, I appreciate you're humbling that. me. Really. No, no, no. You, you you need to hear yeah. these accolades. Yeah. People, Thank let you. me tell you about something about John. John uh, has this amazing story he's going to tell you about, and he's got these amazing children um, and uh, uh, has created this blended family. Uh, he has a special needs child, and we're going to get into that in a little minute here. But, uh, John, can you tell us a little bit about your background, about yeah. what you do and where you're from? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I um, grew up in Westlake. Um, you know, I have a beautiful wife that I've had now, been in my life for 17 years. We have three beautiful boys, um, and um, each one special in their own way. Um, my youngest, Lucas, um, is autistic. He um, has limited um, verbal uh, skills, but he's improving every day. Um, and we're really blessed for that. Um, but yeah, the other two, of course, I have a uh, Felipe who is, uh, in nursing school doing wonderful, super proud of him. Um, and then Anthony, um, doing wonderful also in high school, playing football, straight A's, you know, always in honors classes and just a great, you know, all of them, they're all great human beings. Um, uh, but Lucas uh, is our special one, sure. uh, and um, um, of of all the children, the one that has really taught me the most um, about life um, is him, um, because he is special. Um, and uh, you know, we'll get into that a little bit. But sure. this uh, is a, this is your doing. second marriage, third marriage. This is this will be my. Officially, my third. This is your third. Uh, yeah, I mean, if this doesn't work, I'm done. <laughs> I'm out. But no, 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 but I'm so lucky because the other two didn't really count. They were just really short. Um, I was young, um, right. and this is the one where you know we had children together, um, and she's she's amazing. She has a, a Brazilian background, um, and uh, an extremely great mother, uh, intelligent. Uh, you know. The business that I have, she, she, um, you know, is is my partner in the business. Uh, she really is just amazing. Like, and what is this yeah. amazing woman's name? Uh, Lila. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. She's amazing. Yeah. And, and and this is her third marriage, second marriage. This first? is her third too. Okay. She had, much like mine, you know, was these, um, you know, when she was young. You know, I I met her when she was twenty three. Okay. You know? Wow. Um, and so she. You know, she had um, um, uh, had a child um, at 17 in Brazil, which ended up being my son, Felipe. Right. And, okay. um, you know, she was, you know, when you're young and 
you have children young, um, you, you know, there, there's a lot of things that uh, you need to grow in and mature. Um, but um, yeah, she's, you know, when I met her, she was already, you could see, cause I wanted to have a family. And when I met her, um, I could see that she was going to be an amazing mother, you know, because she was already. Yeah, no, I've met, I've met Lila and I've yeah. known Lila as long as I've known yeah. you. And uh, uh, she is beautiful and uh, she's got a lot of fire and spirit. Yeah, yeah she does. Uh, she's got that Brazilian, Brazilian fire. that blood. Right? Everybody knows. <laughs> yeah, she's, yeah, her energy is, uh, she makes me laugh a lot. Uh, sometimes I want to strangle her, but overall, <laughs> and she wants to strangle me, I'm sure. I'm not easy to get along with, but. Yes. Uh, we, you know, our marriage has grown and uh, we've had our ups and downs, but, you know, right now we're, you know, the older you get, the more you learn about life. Um, um, and especially in our marriage, we've just gotten better and better. It's never a hundred percent perfect and right. Sure. By any means, but you, you, uh, you said, really... you, you said, so her, her first son, Felipe, yeah, he's your stepson. Exactly. I well, see. he's my son. I don't even call well, it that. Okay. Yeah, no, I, yeah. yeah. Well, I, I know how yeah. people grow. Into yeah. That. They grow into that <laughs> yeah. love thing and, yeah. and stuff like that. So, uh, so you have two children with her then. Yes. And we're talking about today. We're talking about Lucas. Yes. Let's yeah. talk about the middle child. Yeah. Uh, Anthony. Yeah. God, he got tall. Yeah, he got tall. He got tall. Yeah, he's tall and yeah. he's. They're growing fast, all of them. But you yeah. know, just like your son Gage, uh, well, it, and Anthony, all your boys. Anthony getting... used to hang out with Sebastian and Gage a lot. Oh yeah, oh yeah, absolutely, yeah. 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 And, and Lucas, grew, when they, they went both... to they went to uh, elementary school together. You know, at Oak Hills here. Yeah, yeah. And, so uh, yeah, it's wonderful. <laughs> For what you can't see, listeners, we have yeah, this, the dog. Just... We have this dog in here named Sophia, and she just jumps up on John's <laughs> lap. She just she needs attention too because yeah. she wants to be on the podcast. That's funny. Uh, one. If you guys want to uh, help my podcast grow and subscribe, uh, maybe we could have a, a video time yeah. uh, and do it like, you know, like the big guys. That would be the way to go. Then you can, have, you can see what's happening yeah. here oh, yeah. in the studio, which I call That's my home, a, yeah, which yeah, is my yeah. living room on a little like four by six desk and a, <laughs> and a fucking amazing <laughs> yeah, microphone. Yeah, hey, so, whatever uh, it takes to get the message out. All right. Probably. So let's talk about Lucas. This is why I yeah. asked you here. Yeah. Um, how old is he now? He is 13. And when did you guys know um, yep. that he was challenged, let's say? So uh, at about two years old, which is typically uh, parents with autistic kids, um, the first sign is that they don't have speech. Okay. Um, and at two, you're supposed to be getting speech. So he wasn't talking. Um, um, of course, there's other characteristics that come in later, but it started with the talking and we just notice he's not getting any speech, you know. Then we started a process of going to various doctors, and um, we did so many different things, spend thousands of dollars um, um, trying to figure out what we need to do. Because when we heard the word um, autism, I had no idea what that was ever. I mean, in our generation, um, that was never an issue. For our generation, when we're growing up, do, it's just you, something we never heard of. Do you and have so Do you was, have a diagnosis for Lucas at this point? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, well, it's autism. It's OCD. It's um, 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 ADD. Um, yeah. I see. I mean, yeah. you know, I I've interviewed a few other families and guests 
previously on the podcast here with with autism and and i'm the yeah. first one to tell you john i really don't understand it i'm yeah. not familiar with it that's yeah. why i always ask because yeah. a few of my previous guests have said there's so many different variants to autism yes there is um when i i've yeah. noticed that lucas um doesn't speak very much and he screams a little bit or yeah. he grunts a lot He's uh, very energetic. Yeah. Um, I know that he is on a slew of medications. Yes. Yeah. And yeah. Um, can we talk a little bit about his behavior yeah, yeah, in absolutely. that realm of, of autism in general? Or? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, um, I mean, let's fast forward because we were talking about the start and, sure. and the diagnosis and being confused. And, um, you know, parents really, um, it's, it can become very depressed. Um, can become very saddened when they initially, um, you know, hear the the diagnosis. And especially at that time, again, it was a new thing. It seems like, you know, autism is something that is just seems to be growing, yeah. um, unfortunately. Um, um, and uh, so there was a lot of, um, there's a lot of discovery that we had to do in terms of what we need to do, what kind of, uh, therapies and medicines we can provide him. And, you know, as he grew older, um, you know, um, his OCD tendencies, um, you know, really spiked up with uh, wanting certain things a certain way. Um, and then not having speech, of course, when you can't communicate what you're feeling, um, um, it, it can make you frustrated. It's gotta, and it's got to be hard. It's very hard on him. And it's gotten worse as he's entered into puberty now that he's 13. I mean, so, it's got to be hard on the parents, not understanding. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. No, well, it, you know, look, um, parents that have special needs children, um, it's hard on a marriage. Um, you know, it was hard on us. Um, <laughs> hard and, on me. I'm and, divorced. Yeah, yeah, no, it was really, yeah, really hard. hard on us. Yeah. Um, and you know, I think the numbers and statistics, uh, unfortunately, um, show that more people end up getting divorces uh, because of that. But for us, it was it was a thing that brought us together because, yeah. and it brings me together with her um, because I want to give a united front to this beautiful child that we're trying to help in, in this life um, and, and to live a happy life, you know? And it was really important for us not to fall apart and come together um, so we could help him. You know, I believe that this autism thing, I'm hopeful that one day through science, we can hopefully break through, you know, they're doing things with CRISPR and, you know, DNA and uh, genetic mutations and all that. There's some, you know, if we can, if we're advancing so fast in different realms of technology, why can't we solve what's going on here with autism? Because the yeah. answer is there. Yeah. And I, and I ultimately, I really, really believe that it, it's something that it's in the environment, whether it's in our food, it's in the air. I don't know what it is, but one day it's going to come out and we'll sure. know exactly what's causing this. And then we'll be able to treat it hopefully and where children can talk you know now that he's 13 um and he's entered puberty um it, it you know parents that have kids with autism 
know that when their ch children get to puberty, it's not like the normal teenager getting to puberty. It's like it could be double or triple worse. You know, he comes home sometimes and he has tantrums. He'll be, you know, throwing himself on the ground, um, breaking doors, breaking walls. Wow. He's broken five TVs. He broke one TV last night. So, so why, so, why, why does the, so, why does yeah. the, 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 the child, why does he do that? Why does he get so violent? It's a good question. And yeah. honestly, my wife and I sometimes are so puzzled. You know, he'll come back and it's been happening when it normally happens when he comes back from school and we've talked to doctors and, you know, psychologists, his therapists, his um, psychiatrists, all that stuff. And they're all really great. You know, it's UCLA people. It's people very well educated. It's, it's hard to figure out. But I think what it comes down to is they're frustrated. So he goes to school. He can't communicate like the other kids. He can't talk like the other kids. And so sometimes I think it's he's that he's frustrated. Or maybe when they go to school, they keep themselves together. They try to self-regulate. And when they come home, it's kind of their way of just unwinding and letting you know, hey, I had a hard day. But he can't tell me how he had a hard day. He can't tell me, hey, you know, like maybe a kid was mean to me. You know, I, was a kid made, did he get bullied, right? right. Or did the teacher, was the teacher mean to him? You don't know. That's so, the thing. You don't know. So, And that's what makes having a child who's got limited verbal, but he's actually doing really, really well. But when a child can't express themselves to you, wow, it makes it really difficult. Medication? Yeah. Medications, yeah. I mean, we're we've tried different things. Like over the years, I, we've tr tried so many different medications. Um, what does the, what does the autistic all, what does the autistic community prescribe these doctors that, for yeah. your child? To, yeah. So it depends. So like for Lucas, he had OCD, um, high anxiety. Um, so, for example, I'm sorry to interrupt you. Yes, yeah. that's, that's a great point. Yeah. How do you know this kid has high anxiety if he can't fucking verbalize it? The way he acts. I mean, you could look at your child and you wouldn't could that see be OCD anyway? I mean, isn't anxiety with OCD? Yes, they could be related. Okay. Absolutely, okay. but but the anxiety could be now because of other things that are going on with him. For example, it could be his puberty. Right now, the puberty thing is a big thing because. He has an, an attraction towards um, towards females, and okay. he doesn't quite understand it. Right. And so, mm -hmm. like you know, we have to we have to watch with him. Like sometimes when people come over, or Lila's friends, you know, if they're a little bit attractive, like he tries to touch them <laughs> in an inappropriate way. And so I'm not, I'm not lying, but I know, you, yeah, yeah. You Brazilian women are. Oh, I know, I know, I know. So I want to touch them. No, I know, I know. I'm sorry. No, yeah, you know. So it's an issue, and to to try to teach what's appropriate, what's inappropriate, and he sometimes doesn't get it. So we have to explain, and yeah. So I mean, the medications. You know, going back to your question about the medications, the. We've tried different mixes, and literally, it's like you got to try different things and what works. Right now, we have a combination that I think works, um, 
And um, again, having a really good doctor, um, you know, uh, like do, we do. Do, do you think that they're really working? Helps. Do you think that these medications are working in your child? <clears throat> Sometimes I feel like they're not. You know, like, okay, just today. Okay. Just today. He came back from school and he did the same thing yesterday. He came back from school and went on a screaming tantrum rage. Is he doing that in school? No, he's doing it only when he gets here. Oh, At school, okay. he's wonderful. <laughs> right? Well, he gets back home and it's like that's, that is confusing. It, it's confusing for us. Yeah. Like, is he decongesting? Is there so we're trying to understand? Like, we try to talk to him. We've tried different methods with him. Like, oh, you know, listen, we love you. I'm sorry you had a hard day. Like, I understand. Like, mm -hmm. okay, let him scream. As long as he's not destroying things or hurting himself, mm -hmm. I'm okay with just letting him let it out. Okay, but, so that that's but that's when a, you're destroying property or hurting yourself, then we have to like get involved with him and try to stop him. All right. And that's what yesterday, I mean, he broke the fifth TV we have. So what he does is he goes up to the TV and just smashes it. Just smashes it. And just smashes the 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 you know the front. Yeah. Um and he breaks it. He's he that breaks strong. It. He's that strong. Well no, I mean no, I mean the front glass part of a nice TV, you know, Look. if you if you press hard, you can break that. Wow! And so he, and if you break it, you can't repair it. It's sure. just unrepairable. Wow. So, but it's okay. Like yesterday when it happened, well, I it's said just, it's just stuff. I said, yeah. I said, you know what? It's okay. I'm the the most important thing as a parent when you have special needs is to be patient and to be loving. You know, you know, being patient and loving. Is that, critical that, that because that's sense. what they require because they'll do things that would – if you're not ready, it will make you upset. And mm. that's why another thing that's really, really important that I recommend um, is having a support group, uh, being able to talk to others. Like right now what we're doing right here, well, this is therapy for me, okay. right, when we're able to talk about it. No, I can see it in your yeah. face. I mean this, this is – this yeah. is a this is another great you know you're 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 really I know we're going off script here but you're really bringing a lot of uh, attention to what I really want to know, you know I do this for the listeners but I want to know and, and and if we uh, if we get a couple of hits on the on on any type of a, of an autism spectrum that's what we want we want to share yeah so I think it's important to do that. are you exhausted John Yeah you know that's a good question I could definitely say there are times where I felt completely beaten exhausted and wanted to give up many times and so did so did lila we would just be just so i would out. say hey i'm gonna go for a drive or i'm or she would do something or unfortunately sometimes when things like this happen her and i would get into arguments yeah. because we're like you know because the environment becomes so tense everybody it seems like everybody gets upset so but i tell you the thing that i've done uh is you know I've increased, um, you know, I go to the gym a lot. I exercise. I do cardio. I started doing yoga. Uh, I started yeah. eating healthy. I want to do that. I, said, I want to do yoga. I'm telling you. So a way to manage it, you know, some people will do negative things when things like this happen. They turn to, I don't take any medications. No. I don't like to do alcohol if I'm stressed. Sure. But in we live in a society where people will turn to those dark things. Yeah. And... Um, and make situations worse. Uh, worse. Sure. And so I made sure that I wasn't going to do that.
So I've so how do I handle it? I'll tell you what. I, I try to exercise a lot and I try to be more relaxed and in a state of sort of calmness and meditation, whatever you can want you, to call it. Can you can you report on the state of Lila? I know she's not here, but is she, she going is, through that same like so, I need to go and check yeah. out for a little bit? So so Lila, um, you know, um, unfortunately we had a family um tragedy that occurred yes with um her losing um her nephew um wonderful amazing angel that he was he really was just i think you met him once i don't remember if you did or not yeah what was his name but, uh juan juan that's yeah right. I, and i he, met him very briefly yeah he got you know a two-year-old that got um brain tumor cancer we did everything. I mean, it started in Brazil. He got treatment there. We brought him here to California to go to San Diego. My wife was, Lila got involved and she became almost like his mother. Uh -huh. um, and they connected on such a level and she was doing everything possible. I mean, to get him treatment, no, to I remember. get him into hospitals, to uh, doing fundraisers. I mean, we, she did an amazing thing. She, she was able to connect with so many people that cared and, and all our friends and people we, we didn't even know, uh, sports people and actors in Brazil, everybody seemed to care. And it was amazing to get everyone so involved. But unfortunately, we lost the battle. And we lost him at four. And that so made sorry. my wife go into um, depression, um, deep depression. Um, and so you ask how she's doing. You know, this happened you know, almost a year ago and where she is now to where she was then, she is incredibly improved. Uh, she's been just, I'm so proud of her. You know, she, um, you know, she found guidance in going to church, um, going to, uh, you know, reading about different uh, things, uh, you know, doing a lot of reading and a lot of, you know, psychological help, therapy, but she's doing wonderful, you know, um, um, in terms of uh, – but she gets stressed out. And I'm sure. we try to, you know, we try to manage that stress by always trying to look at his bright side. He has made a lot of improvements. Um, and that's how we keep sane. Yeah. We keep sane because we keep on focusing on – and that's what you have to do with your child no matter what situation you're in. Um, you, you, the most important thing they need is they need love, they need patience, um, and they need an environment, right? Yeah. That is, is peaceful because those things will help them to improve no matter what their situation, because psychologically, you know, sometimes I think about children that have autism, I feel like. You know, I feel sorry for them because I feel like they're just in their own little world and sometimes you can't reach that world. So yeah. if you're able to connect with them by giving them a loving environment um, and peaceful household, that, that's really important. Let's talk about that. So I want you to go through right now one day in the life of John and Lila Montezari with Lucas. Yeah. Start from the beginning. Who wakes up first? Typically, so um, first of all, uh, we don't have the normal 
reg, you know, normal sleeping arrangements. He usually wants to sleep with one of the two of us. And so uh, sometimes I'm with him. He likes that comfort. Um, sometimes we end up, we've tried many times to try to leave at night and let him sleep alone. And um, we're getting there. I think that's the next major goal that we're trying to do. So he sleeps independently. So he'll wake up and he's really good about waking up. He'll put on his own clothes, get ready um, and, you know, get to the bus. He loves the bus um, to get to school. Um, and then, you know, my wife and I, basically, we, we get ready, you know, I'll go to the gym. She'll, she'll do her thing. And, um, you know, but I, I, I start working right away, whether it's on my emails or calling the office. Um, and, um, so does he, so he, he, that's how it starts. So he, he, he sleeps in your bed. No, in his room, either myself or um, Lila will will stay with him. So, and that you know, you can imagine that kind of. I'm not. I'm, I'm not, not. I'm not. I'm not crazy about that arrangement because I would love to sleep with my own wife in my own bed. Listen, and John, we John, we're going to go to. But again, we talk about sacrifices, <laughs> and not, that's just one of the I'm things. Not that I'm not judging. Sebastian sleeps with me ninety percent of the yeah, week. Yeah. Okay. Because he needs that comfort. Of course. Yes. He needs you know that. exactly what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, I get it. And, yeah. and if anybody wants to judge, walk a day in the life of us. Yeah. And then yeah, you yeah, can yeah. understand what the yeah. challenges are. And trust me, it's it's no easy uh, yeah. decision. Yeah. You know, these people that say that your child should be out on his own in his own room after two years. You know what? Those are the parents that have the the um, the blessings of a normal yeah. child. Well, we call it typical. Yeah. You typical. know, we, we have special and – yeah. And I have typical kids, and they, of course, everything is different with them. But when you have a special child, then um, they need special, different kind of treatment. Well, yeah, you know? and, and sometimes yeah. you can't get that in a drug, or a, get in or a in a classroom. Yeah. yeah, it comes from mom and dad. Absolutely right. I, the most important, like like I say to Lila, I said, look, I don't know if Lucas will ever be independent. Um, I don't know, for example, like the things that I'm seeing with my older sons, you know, they're going to college, they're going to have their own career, they're going to be successful, they're going to start their own families. Heck, you know, they get they can go take um, a driving test and learn how to drive and be able to drive a car. Well, all these things I don't know that Lucas is going to do. Does that bother you? It bothers me. It makes me sad sometimes when I think about it. Yeah. Because I wish it would be different. Um, and... But the thing is, the way I ultimately end up thinking about it is that, um, you know, all I want for him is to have a happy, loving life. If he, if, if he's happy, and of course healthy, got to sure. throw that in there. Yeah. I've been taking him to the gym with me. Yeah, he's been exercising with me. I want to exercising is a really big thing. I yeah. want to make sure he really does it because as long as he's healthy, eating well. Um, loving and happiness if whatever i could do to create that even if i have to take care of him the rest of my life yeah. i i would do that with no question now that, i mean you know, that, that looks with like pleasure. That, that's going to yeah. be like the path for a lot of people yeah especially yeah. For it people. is oh yeah. yeah i'm not the only one there's no. yeah. amazing parents out there and we right talk here. to them right yeah. here yourself yeah. i mean it's 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 yeah. going to have to be that way yeah there's no the way things that, that you yeah. you and terry have done and and the things that you guys do is always amazed us 
Um, and, you know, you give inspiration to me as well with all the things that you do. Um, and we all inspire each other. And that's why it's important to be able to talk and share stories. And I really love the fact that what you're doing, um, because I think it can help a lot of people. You know, I, and I think Thank you. people need Thank to be you. able to talk. Like I, what I found with, especially with autism or special needs, the parents start to become depressed or they can become isolated, have issues, get in a support group, start talking, yeah. start connecting with others, share stories. And these, then it really helps to uplift um, families like that. Right. Let's take yeah. a let's take a switch in this conversation. Yeah, you had mentioned that great doctors, lots yeah. of medication. Yeah, yeah, lots of time. Yeah. Um, let's talk about um, the financial aspect. Yeah. Of an autistic child. Are you are you under insurance? Is insurance helping your case yeah. for Lucas? It's a good question. Great question. So there is a lot of services that are offered through. We live in Southern California, obviously, but throughout the country, there's places where special needs um, programs are funded by local um, agencies or local state. Here, um, you know, the regional center yeah. uh, was able to help initially when he was really young with some of the ABA therapies that we did. Right. Um, and and they have other types of therapies that they support. Um but we need what we needed um, was uh, you know speech therapy, sure. and so the wonderful thing about the school district here, which I'm I'm so happy to be living where I am, um, and having a community and and a school system, you know the Heart District and Valencia, Santa Clarita, all of LA and Southern California, it, they seem to really care about um, giving a good education to children with special needs. Yeah. And so for us, um, we were lucky to have the school district fund uh, private schooling. Um, we go to the help group in the Valley, and they specialize in autism and, and different uh, sort, of, um, uh, uh, sort of functionality, you so know, high functioning, so low functioning, who, who middle functioning. Who set that up for you? Was that the regional center or the school district? That, that was the school district. So but any, I'll can, tell you what. I'll can anyone you, get that? I, absolutely. I, but the thing is this, the trick was for us, we were at a school and, you know, if, if, if your child is at a school and he's not getting the appropriate education mm -hmm. and, and things are going wrong because, mm -hmm. you know, again, autism and special needs, it's, it can be so different per child. Yes. And so sometimes the normal school that you go to, they'll have a program for within the typical school and it can work. And, uh, but in our situation, it didn't work locally. So what we ended up doing is there's a lot of rules and regulations, as you know, yeah. that you had to do with your, your child sure. with Sebastian. And so we, we end up getting a, um, an advocate, a parent advocate and a parent advocate is almost like your attorney. I see. And that parent advocate knows the language that needs to be spoken because there's a lot of rules and regulations. Well, I'll tell you what, our parent advocate uh, um, was able to um, help us to convince the school that, hey, you guys can't handle this. Um, please allow us to take our child to a private school where they specialize in autism. 
And so that was a great victory for us. We got there three years ago. So he's in an environment where we feel like it's more conducive to his condition and that, you know, they have low functioning school, they have a middle functioning, high functioning, and he is in the middle school. And if he gets better and improves, he can go to high function, you know? So it's very appropriate and we're really blessed to be, to be there. And then um, in terms of other things like speech therapy, insurance has come a long way since we started before insurance wouldn't cover autism so much and especially um, speech therapy. But now they're able to cover a lot of things. And, you know, um, is it outside of the of the public schools? That's right. I That's see. right. The pu- the the school system that we we have they give um, they give support. Um, the regional center, unfortunately, um, the regional center has had some funding taken away. Yes, and I really blame the politicians for that. Um, you know, there needs to be look. <laughs> this is a problem. Special needs is an issue of society, yeah. and it's a it's a population that needs help. Yeah. I mean, like like we need roads for infrastructure we need hospitals we need you know this is a service that is needed education for our children well this is this is education for a special group and we need it because if we don't help these children we're going to be in a lot of problems so so it's really important so they've had funding taken away from them i understand which but the insurance companies have stepped in more okay so We'll get into another podcast about the political aspects of yeah. the funding and the problems yeah. and the challenges. I, I, I'm a big proponent, as you know. Yeah, I went into the state capitol. Yeah, and I made people listen to me. That's awesome. I you know. know. So you know, we will do something great together. I'm yeah, sure of each other. I'd love to do that. So when you're because it would help so yeah, many people. I know, and yeah. we'll get to that. So when you're a kid. When Lucas has a okay day, but then he comes home and he destroys shit. He destroys yeah. thousands of dollars worth yes, of yes, equipment. Yeah, yeah. Um, discipline. Absolutely. So, okay. um, you know, discipline with him has been difficult. So we'll take certain uh, privileges away, whether it's you know his iPad time or his cell phone. You know these type of things, and then. A lot of it is just trying to talk to him. Um, you know, at times I, I would try to lightly spank him and it just, it wouldn't work. Okay. You know, and, um, and unfortunately when sometimes he gets so aggressive that I have to literally like hold him down so he doesn't hurt himself. Sure. So it's almost like we're wrestling. So we get into <laughs> Greco-Roman wrestling or something. I feel like right. I gotta, I gotta like, hold them down. Hey, okay, calm down, calm down. Mm-hmm. And he does that. And then, um, he's, he's very intelligent in that he realizes what he's done wrong and he'll come say sorry. But sometimes I feel like he just loses control, you know? Mm-hmm. And so what the doctor recommended that we do, of course, try to talk to him, of course, try to take some privileges away. Um, does he understand but, but, John, John, Yeah. does he understand Losing privileges? Um, yeah, I, I, I think so. I or, think so. Or, but it, that hasn't been effective. So what the doctor did is – So that's, the not, work, that's not working. No. So what, what okay. happened is that, look, if he goes into these fits sure. where you feel like he's being uncontrolled, uncontrollable, 
could damage things, damage himself, hurt hurt others. Um, you know, we got a medicine um, and to give it to him to just chill him out. Um, and unfortunately, it makes him sleepy, but it is what it is. I mean, you know, I, I remember I, you know, one of our family members was head of a hospital in Chicago. And I told them I felt bad that I was giving all these medications. It was right when I started. Yeah. And we, 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 we got the diagnostic, diagnostic that he's um, autistic. And, you know, we're trying these different medicines and certain things were, were not working. And he told me, I said, I feel guilty about it. Like all these medicines, I mean, yeah. I would have much rather, I believe in not giving medicines to people. You know, like, you know, if you have depression, you know, you need to deal with it. You don't need to go get a pill or... You know, but, you know, that's the way I am, but he really requires it. And he told me, look, don't feel guilty. Some people really need it. And well, the question is, if yeah. you don't give those medicines, then the the alternative is not pleasant. Well, everybody's so, different and everybody yeah. has um, missing parts and different levels that equate equilibrium in the brain. Uh, so you're not a doctor. You're a father and you you see – all of this stuff going on, and it probably just kills you inside that you can't fix yeah. it. Yeah. Oh, it kills us. Absolutely. That's a perfect word. You know. Yeah, it's frustrating. I mean, you. I mean, I'll tell you. There's many times where I've sat there and I and I've cried about it. Sure. And yeah. I have, and Lila's done the same thing, and it is it's gut wrenching because you wanna you wanna you know, we provide a really nice home atmosphere for him. And, and then when he still does what he does, you know, we feel like we're lost. And that's where, I think that's where you got to make sure you're on, on the same page with your husband or your wife. You got to make sure you're taking care of yourself. Well, wait a minute. Hold and, on. You there, know, there other, you're healthy. These are all great can, things, yeah. dude, but let's bring in the real issues. Sometimes. Yeah. Your other kids, when they see all this happening. How are they reacting? I think I think they I think sometimes they get very frustrated. How? Right? What do you mean when you say so, frustrated? Like so, you frustrated? No, no, no. Like frustrated because the house is crazy all of a sudden. You know, walls are, you know, there's screaming going on, he's throwing himself around, the door's getting slammed, yeah, you know, things are getting broken. It's like a war zone, right? It's like a yeah. war zone and they're in it. So, you know, now the oldest is, you know, he's living on his own and Felipe. He's, uh, Felipe nice. And, you know, he's doing phenomenal. I'm so proud of him. Um, and, and, but I know sometimes when he comes back, you know, I think he feels sorry for yeah. us a little bit. Yeah. And I think at the same time, as older he's become, the more he understands the, our plight and what we go through. And he tries to be helpful. Anthony has been a rock for for Lucas. I mean, because they're two years apart. Sure. And much like um, how supportive Gage is towards your Sebastian, they become uh, – it's a lot of pressure on them. Yeah. And Anthony is like the most patient person. I mean, he really, really loves him, um, but he puts him through really difficult things. I mean, he'll come to his room and he'll mess up his stuff and he'll like try to pick on him. And, 
you know, do, do these things. And he's amazingly patient with him. Mm-hmm. And um, so as a, as, yeah, a, as, so a pa- really, as a parent with all of these people living with Lucas and when Lucas has his crazy times, as you would say, yeah. Um, do you overcompensate for the other children because you feel so bad or do you overcompensate for Lucas in the sense that you just say, Hey, it's just the way it is. Fucking deal with it, guys. Leave him alone. Or are you one of these parents that kind of like doesn't know how to a cooperate or b justify or c even have empathy towards your other children because the focus is so much on Lucas? Can yeah. You, can you talk about yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. No, that's a great question uh, because what happens is. You know, is there any like jealousy and envy that sparked in the in the rivalries of normal? I mean, not at all. I don't. I don't like. I didn't experience it with Felipe. Felipe loves Lucas, and I didn't experience it with Anthony with with Lucas either. Definitely not jealousy. I think sometimes, um, but they're so understanding. Like kids are so smart. Yeah, and they understand. Like they understand what's going on. I think the most important thing is. Try to make some time with them alone. Try to do things alone with right. them. Spend time with them. Chat with them. You know, what I do is sometimes at the end of the night, I'll just go in Anthony's room and I'll just hang out with him, you know, yeah, and and chat with him. Maybe I'll do things with him. Uh, hey, let's go grab something to eat a little. You know, try to do some alone time Yeah, and really yeah. focus in on them. You know, now we're going to be traveling. We're uh, we're lucky we're going to travel for Christmas and New Year's. We're going to go to Europe, visit family. And and so the boys are all excited. We're all going to go together. Even Lucas is excited. He loves flying. So, he loves so I was talking, I was talking to another, and I was and, talking to another parent yeah. about you today because I was getting excited that you were finally coming. Yeah, yeah. And I said, uh, I said, this guy, <laughs> this guy, Montezari, he don't give a shit that his kid is challenged and doesn't talk. He just fucking takes him everywhere and yeah. he just makes him part of the plan. Yeah, and and yeah. that person looked at me and goes, How do they do that? Yeah. How do you how does how do you do that? I've been doing that at the gym. So I go to you know, I go to goals with him. Yeah. And I go there, I got a membership. And you know, you could tell he's a little different when he comes there. Yeah. You know, he you know, he does different exercises and you know, he does light things, he does a little cardio, and and you could tell he's a little different. And sometimes, you know, I have friends that come over there and say hello and we start talking to them. And he'll get right in their face and he'll try to touch them like on the face or sure. pet their yeah. pet their hair or something like that. And <laughs> I immediately say, oh, I'm sorry. You know, he's autistic. And, you know, people are so nice once you explain your situation. Yeah. No. And the last thing, like Lila said, the last thing we want to do is restrict our life um, because of, you know, because of his condition. Now, would I take him to a baseball game? I did. I tried it. Like, we in like Arizona, Dodge, like Dodgers? yeah, yeah. No, we're in Arizona. Oh, okay, went to see the Diamondbacks. It's a beautiful stadium. Yeah, and, no, and yeah. it's just amazing. We went there, and I think we lasted like five innings, which was amazing. Mm-hmm. And I was with Anthony. We, we went to visit Grandpa over there, and and you know, some people around us, I think, started complaining. Um, you know, what? he was doing some things. He was making noises. Oh, so yeah, you know, and my thing is. If we're anywhere public and he's got a situation, it's like, okay, exit. Let's just go. Yeah. And so it's okay. You know, it's okay. Um, 
if I really want to be all nine innings in a game, I know that Lucas can't go, right? So there's certain things I know I can't do with him. Well, you know your son better than most. Yeah. Right. He loves the beach, for example. Right. He, you know, when we go to Brazil, we travel to Brazil a lot, obviously. We like to go to the Caribbean or Florida, whatever. He loves the water. He loves the beach. So if we can do more of those things, you know, he loves staying at resorts. Who doesn't? Right. I, I, just, <laughs> you know? I, just, bu- I just booked a hotel room yeah. in Arizona for my, my event. Coming he soon. loves that. He loves hotels, yeah. trains, uh, boats. Like, you know, and now the good thing is when we're going to Europe, it's a little bit of an experiment. Um, obviously, it's going to be cold. But we're going to do the train thing. We're going to oh. do the subway thing. Nice. We're going to do, you know, uh, boats on, you know, in London. You know, obviously they have <laughs> the Thames there and then in Paris and then on to Hamburg. Wow. So, yeah, he's going to have a lot of fun. So we're going to gonna expose him a lot of different things. He's never been to Europe. But, so so, so you, you're basically – you have that I don't give a shit mentality. He's my kid. We're going to experience life. And if people don't like it, then, you know, oh, well. Exactly. I, I think because otherwise you end up, you know, being miserable and then being unhappy. And then maybe that's what leads to people getting divorces. I mean, if you can't live somewhat of a normal life, I'm not saying, hey, just do whatever with him. It's You have to see what your child's situation well, is. I mean, imagine. And I mean, they, there's limitations. It really depends on, there's on limitations. the child. Like there's limitations. Said, yeah, sure. But as long as you know your limitations and then you try to do things that are within the sphere of what he can do. And then find happiness in that. So if we could travel together, my thing with him is we won't be going to museums. We're not going to – I'm just going to take him on a bunch of transportation stuff because I know he's going to love it. If we're on the yeah. bus, you know, the double-deckers in so London, he's going to love. Be, will you be sharing or, some of that time with Lila so that you oh, can – Of course. So She'll be there with me. Yeah. No, I'm saying, but do you guys oh, like yeah. – do you guys take like shifts when you go – Oh, no, no, no. You know, the wonderful thing is we'll go – we become the three. Like we always say, hey, <laughs> the, big oh, the kids are – the kids are going to grow up and they're going to go away, but yeah. Lucas, we're we're the three amigos here. We're 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 family right here. I get and, you. No, I got that. And I got that here. I we get we get happy just all three of okay. us, you okay. know. And, it, and if we do things and we if we see him smile, I mean that makes our whole day. Wow, that makes our whole day. You, you know, John, I I was going to say, hey, do you have any you know words of advice or encouragement? I mean, in, if you look back in the last forty five minutes that we've been chatting. You have got these amazing points about what one should do or what you do in every aspect. So I'm just going to negate that question because I love the way that you talk about the issues and yeah. then you simply back it up with a solution. Yeah, um, You're definitely different you. than, than a lot of people yeah. uh, in the sense a lot of people are frustrated, angry, and mad. And they just say, I, you know, I need to fucking hit that pipe or I need to go out to the bar yeah. or, you know, I need Not to cheat, cheat on the yeah. spouse. Yeah. It's nice to see. Now I've known your relationship with Lila. It's, it's had its ebbs and flows yeah. and oh, ups yeah. and downs. Oh, and, yeah. um, just like everything I've had else. my stories. Yeah. I've had my stories. Yeah. I've had the times where I've been yeah. down on the ground and did the wrong things, hung around the wrong people. Right. And, and, and I think, I think that we, with tried, age comes wisdom. Right. And you I know, think that is experience getting your ass kicked. <laughs> yeah. losing everything almost uh, oh, is, yeah. is a well, it we, makes you it makes you grow we could definitely have a, an entire podcast on, that's true on the stupid decisions oh we yeah make. absolutely um, but listen many I, podcasts <laughs> I, I i just i'm 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 really really you know happy you came on today um yeah you're welcome it's been a pleasure have you we, do you have do you have any recommendations yeah. for outside sources i know we talked about 
you know, great doctors at UCLA regional yeah. center. Yeah, 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 is yeah, there yeah. any other things that you would help another autistic yeah, family that I, is just starting out? Yeah, yeah. I think the most important thing is when if when you first find out is reach out. The first thing to do, reach out to your community, find other people, whether it's in your church or at your school, find other people that have walked the path you're going to walk and and try to connect with them because that's where really a community can really help. So number one, look at your community and look at your friends and friends of friends. Yeah. Get introduced to people that have kids that are special needs or autis- autistic and you can get a wealth of information from them sure, um, and direction because every part of the country has different programs going on, right? Right. So – and reach out. There's all. There's usually a public right now source. So for us, it's the regional center. Sure. So that's another thing. You immediately go there. They have a lot of resources there that they can direct you. Your own insurance company now, the way things are right now with insurance. Okay. Um, with most PPOs and HMOs, there is a support sure. there. Right. Um, so insurance becomes great. And then your school district. So your school district is going to be key in that. And then, of course, getting the right team of doctors, you know, whether it's the, you know, there's doctors that specialize in autism, you know, um, and you, you start going to them. You know, we were, we were blessed to go to Audrey Griesbach here in, in L.A., really well-renowned, and she'll see kids right away. And you start discussing with her and, and you know, your whole situation and what's going on because everyone's situation is different. So having good doctors um, and then those doctors begin to maybe potentially prescribe medicines that could help. So, um, you know, my number one thing is get a support group I think is really critical. Uh, are there are know. there support groups for autism, John? I don't. You know, I think there's usually community ones, and there's ones like at churches. Churches really do a great job of organizing uh, local support groups, and I know that they're there. Um, you know, I wish we could, and and it's something I've always aspired to do is to start our own little group, um, whether it's on a podcast program, sure, of just educating people and. Uh, bringing hope to others and yeah. having, you know, conversing <laughs> with others and kind of having a two-way thing yeah. like this. It's great. You know, people listen, but imagine if we could bring on something where we can bring guest speakers, like let's say a doctor that specializes in autism or well, no, well, a different, no, I, not to, you know what I mean? Like not to jump the gun, but I a do, parent advocate. I do or, have doctors <clears> coming <throat> on. We're, we're going awesome. we're, we're to have Jill Weimer come on. Who's yeah. A specialist. Perfect. Uh, in uh, gene therapy okay. and stem cell research. Oh, that's awesome. And of yeah. course, my friend Dr. Drew is yeah. going to come on and lend his hand for all topics yeah. in this entire um, – Like the Dr. Drew? Yeah, Dr. Drew Pensky. Oh, wow. That's awesome. Yeah. If you heard my podcast, I'm on wow, his podcast. That's great. He's I, wonderful. I don't have a problem asking, as you know, for yeah. anything. Yeah. I want to bring value, and yeah. I'm the first man to tell you I don't know shit. Yeah, but I'm going to give you an opportunity yeah. to have the information on my show that you just keep clicking and sharing and sharing and clicking. Now, listen, John, yeah. you're the owner of what company? Western Materials. Now, how yeah. long have you been in business? We've been in business now this May, uh, 
20, 19, 20 years. Wow. Yeah, and what is it? Years. What is it that Western materials? So we, um, so my do? background, we, our family, we, we had a mining company. We mined sand and gravel okay. that we sold to people that made concrete and asphalt. Like and, roads? Yeah. Oh yeah. Construction. Oh, okay. And, okay. Um, so, and so I started in that business and when I was 13 years old, I was working at the quarry driving loaders and dozers and, mm-hmm. you know, heavy equipment around like, you know, like riding a bicycle, literally. literally. And um, I, so from there, um, you know, of course, I went to Cal State Northridge, majored in business, got my MBA, Pepperdine, all that stuff. But um, ultimately, I started this company, Western Materials, which is distributing the sand and gravel to the contractors ah, and nice. providing that service of, you know, the trucking and the logistics of it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's just been one of those businesses we've had. And, uh, I've been blessed to give me a, a good life, you know, oh, yeah. and uh, and I'm very thankful. You know, I always want that business to grow and do better. Well, uh, I mean, talk I'm about very, growing and doing better. Oh, yeah, but I tried other things. You know, I've been an entrepreneur. I've yeah. tried, uh, you know, various other sub-businesses um, and, um, you know, failed at them. And uh, But I've always had this one baby that kept on, you know, doing – doing well and but I try you know I've always had that spirit of wanting to try different things and having multiple streams of income and I'm still on that mission sure um but you learn from your failures and you know that's but, the thing so I'm I mean, trying to I mean we all have to have failures and otherwise yeah, we're yeah. that much you know closer to success you recently moved your headquarters yep and yep. then during that move you acquired the contract to the new stadium for yeah the- oh yeah yeah one of the things we did is we do a lot of like public jobs. Okay. So, um, and you know, our materials have gone so many different projects, but this one year we're able to, um, uh, supply the new Ram stadium in LA oh, it's with be some great. of their, yeah, it was so, with some of their signing. Out. There's so, so many contractors there. So great. There's so many people in there. I mean, there's still, I don't know. They're spending what, 2 billion, 3 billion, whatever it is to build that stadium. So yeah. we got a small part, but I was so happy. I was so proud. Uh, you know, of, of, our, of, our little, of our little company. Yeah. We compete with giants and we still deliver uh, great materials at great prices and great service to contractors. And, so, you know. So where, so your new, your new digs, are they, where are they now? So we're still based out of Santa Clarita. Okay. Here in LA County, but we supply all, basically the LA Metro and the six mm-hmm. counties, you know, Santa Barbara, LA. Um, you got a website? Ventura County. Of course, a... westernmaterials.net. Oh, okay. Yeah. Westernmaterials.net. Yeah. Not .com, but .net. .net. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So people make yeah. the mistake all the time. You yeah, yeah. find your stuff, yeah, it's Chris, .net. Yeah. .org. Yeah. 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 No, yeah, that's, you. that's great. Yeah. You know, so you, you're you supplying uh, sand and gravel to one of the best football teams yeah. in the country. Uh, they're doing right amazing. I'm so yeah. proud of the Rams. Super Bowl bound. I'm I, I'm really rooting for them. That's I mean they LA we, we were missing football for so many years. And sure. then to all of a sudden uh get two great football teams that are doing really well is really it's great. Yeah. Well we it's won't talk about your Raider Nation. We'll talk Yeah about let's not talk about that. Yeah, so. <laughs> not John, this year. <laughs> I, John I'm so impressed with you. Thank you so much You're for right. coming on. You're welcome. So everybody you. if you want to uh you know, get a hold of John if you have any uh, sand or gravel needs. Of course, you can go to westernmaterials.net. And, uh, yeah, and beyond that, I mean, I'm sorry to interrupt you, but uh, if anybody wants to reach out and who's got a child who's autistic and just wants to talk to someone, 
um, you know, shoot me an email. Um, you know, it, you can shoot me an email at johnmnow at gmail.com. And I'm happy to connect with parents and share a little bit of my little bit of knowledge that I know. Um, again, it's real important, to, I think, for people to connect with others. So I'm offering no, that's that. That's great. No, that's great. Yeah. Uh, you know, look, I think that's more John Montezari, leaving yeah. it all out there, folks. Yeah. We'll be right back after these few brief messages. <laughs> 